December is chilly and now a little rainy, but that won't stop us from sowing seed and transplanting. Let me tell you what you can plant in December, and I just learned something about Larkspur that I didn't know. There's still so much that we can learn. Hi, I'm Roberta and I'm living the urban farmer life in the city. I'm fitting in farm life a little bit here and there and want to bring you along with me. I want to teach you everything I learned so that you can be successful and hopefully learn from my missteps. I'll let you know what I'm doing with this almost daily farming journal podcast. Let's hear what today's entry is going to be. It's December 1st, and I probably should have looked at the Master Gardener checklist last month to get ready. But it's never too late to get started, and we still have the whole month ahead of us. There are garden checklists for each month on the Master Gardener's website. Search for Master Gardener's tips. You'll see them by month and season. And I'm going to tell you what's on this December's checklist. Here I have it. I printed it out so I can keep it in my garden journal. And then that way we can take a look and make sure we have everything ready. So let's see what it says. So to sow in December, it goes by um, first the vegetables and then it will go through some of the flowers. And I do want to talk about both veggies and flowers because I think these go really well together. One, you want to make sure that you have um, at least your vegetables in because that's probably the most important uh, when it comes to your garden. But a lot of times you want to also do a little bit for your neighbor. And I think it's really fun to start thinking about having um, some growth of flowers that you can create some bouquets and give away to your family and friends. Have them for special moments. When someone looks like they're feeling down, you can really bring them something special by bringing them flowers that you've grown yourself. And I think when you have them all over your garden, you're going to be more ready to go ahead and then just bring it on a moment's notice. So I think this is going to be really fun to talk about. To sow in December, you want to have chard, kale, leeks, Different types of lettuces, including bib, buttercrunch, and romaine, the mustards, green and bulb onions, flat leaf parsley, your peas, radishes, and savoy leaf spinaches. And then you can transplant in December some globe artichokes, Jerusalem artichokes, asparagus, broccoli, cabbages, cauliflower, horseradish, and rhubarb. Now I have to admit that I'm doing a little bit of cheating because I went to uh, one of the nurseries and got some kale and some broccoli transplants. So it doesn't say that we can do that right now, but I am, I just don't have enough of these in my garden right now. So I wanted to try and at least uh, do a little bit more for the garden when it comes to something that I can be eating. Cause I've been having green smoothies every morning and I've taken all the leaves off of my kale. And so I need to have more plants and the seeds that I've sown have just not grown enough to be able to transplant. So I cheated a little bit and it's okay for you to cheat too. Sometimes you have to buy some time and that's perfectly fine as far as I can say. The other things that you can do, and I'm going to go through this whole list. I'm going to tell you what's on the list. These are not the ones that I'm going to be planting. These are sowing in December for flowers. African daisy. There are agarantum, and I actually don't know what that is. Alyssum, baby blue eyes, baby's breath, bachelor buttons, calendulas, candy tuft, delphinium, forget-me-nots, hollyhocks, impatience, larkspur, and this is something I've never grown. We're going to go into this a little bit after we go through this list. Some lobelia, lunarias, lupines, nasturtiums, which right now are growing everywhere in our garden because they just self-seed, pansies, sweet peas, and I got a ton of these soaking already, and some of them already sprouted. California, Iceland, 
um, and oriental poppies. Actually, I just bought some of the Iceland poppies today because again, I'm cheating. Verbena and some wildflowers. Wildflowers are really great right now. It started to rain last week and we have some rain coming up this week. And so if you could put some out, it's kind of like hit and miss. It depends on how your soil is. Mine right now is still pretty dry. And so this Rain is not really soaking into the soil really well. So I bought some more stair manure to kind of increase the organic matter within our soil. And then what I'm going to do is hopefully get some of that, the rainwater to soak in by creating a little bit of mounds that are similar to swales. And that seemed to work really well last week. I kind of created patches where there'd be um, areas where the water would kind of pool up and then that will allow it to percolate down and that's going to slowly start to bring some of that manure and compost that I added on top down into the ground. If you put a lot of seed on the top and you really aren't getting a lot of percolation or penetration of water into your soil, you want to avoid having a lot of wildflower um, seeds just on the top of your soil because what's going to happen is when the water doesn't percolate and it doesn't go down into the soil, it will run off and then it'll bring all your seed with it. So be careful. I don't want you to lose seed that you've bought. I want you to make sure that that really gets down into ground. And again, you can create some swales, just mound up some soil, and then that will collect the rainwater that might be running off into the streets. All right. And then finally, let's do some transplants in December. So the list includes astablebs, astablebs, astellabibs. Okay. I apologize. I do not know what those are. Azaleas, bleeding hearts, calendulas, camellias, canterbury bells, cenarias, columbines, cyclamen, delphiniums, dianathus, forget-me-nots, foxgloves, uh, gallardias, hollyhocks, lilies of the valley, ornamental cabbage and kale, pansies, ponies, Iceland and oriental poppies, primroses, snapdragons, stalks, violas, and violets. So I hope you're getting those in the ground. And next, we're going to be talking about some Luxpur. Now let's get back to the Luxpur. Now this started out when I went to the Long Beach Public Library and got some books. And one of them, just because it looks so pretty, was Cut Flower Garden. This is from Florette Farms. And it talks about grow, harvest, and arrange stunning seasonal blooms. And this is by Aaron ben- Benzakeen. Bentakine. And this is the most beautiful book. If you want to be inspired to grow flowers and create bouquets, I really recommend this. It gives a lot of great tips on how to grow flowers, different sections for grasses and by every category of flowers and some ways that you can really improve how you're going to have production for um, long-term flowers so you can really make a big impact with your flower garden. And I was just so inspired and it started to make me think of a, a few different things. And one of them is that if you have an area that you've tested in your garden, which is pretty common to have lead or other types of toxins that you don't want to be eating, that area in your garden, you may feel you might be even disappointed. You might want to do something like flowers because in general, you're going to be growing something that's beautiful. It's going to create wonderful soil in that area. And if you have those chemicals that maybe aren't good for internal ingestion, you can still cut those flowers and give them away and create a lot of joy, even though that area might not be ideal. And the reason why I started to think about uh, flower gardens is I'm planning on adding flowers to the garden to up the curb appeal. I want to inspire people to grow their own food 
And I think having some eye candy in the form of flowers is really going to help. So I ordered several flower seeds after looking at the cut flower garden book and I ordered them from Johnny's and three of them were Loxpur. And Loxpur, I just noticed from looking at the online catalog. And when I saw them, they were just so inspirational because they are really beautiful. Um, to be honest, I didn't know what they were and I'd never grown them in the past, but because they look so amazing, at least online, I figured I'd give it a try. They have huge uh, different spikes and they're all in different colors. And then I got several different ones and let me show you what they are. I, shouldn't, I guess I can't show you, but let me tell you what they are. So three of the ones that I got are, and here they are, uh, Johnny's Sublime Formula Mix, a Sublime White, and the QIS Loxpur Formula Mix. So these are our Loxpur. The name is Consolida Ajaxis. I'm going to have to spell that for you because I'm pretty sure I butchered that name. C-O-N-S-O-L-I-D-A. A-J-A-C-I-S. Now, I am going to tell you what they have for the Johnny Sublime Formula Mix. They have on their website, uh, listed as a custom Luxpur Mix, best for fresh cuts with a productive branching habit. Colors include azure blue, dark blue, bicolor, lilac, bright carmine, dark pink, pale pink, and white. Now, doesn't that just sound lovely? <laughs> it's just, when you see the picture, you're going to be amazed. And actually, they're on sale. I didn't I think I forgot that. They're actually on sale by quite a lot. Let me finish what it says. Color and blooms hold exceptionally well for drying. Loxpur is also known as Doubtful Night Spur. Height is 36 to 48 inches, so pretty tall. Again, the average for a packet is 50 seeds. Now, they do put a really important note on this, and this note is all parts of this plant are poisonous, including the seeds. Exercise extreme caution around children and pets. The purchaser assumes all liability relating to the use of this product. And I am going to put this in my front yard where our um, animals do not go. There are probably going to be some animals that are just going around the neighborhood, but I would imagine that they're, if they have all of the greens in the front yard, they wouldn't necessarily go after this. And again, they are on sale right now and a packet usually costs $4.55 and uh, they're on sale for $3.28. I might even, no, I'm not going to. I actually, in a moment, of weakness, I was thinking, oh, it's a sale. Let me go buy more. No, I will not do that. I will go ahead and then plant the ones that I have. And that's probably going to be more than enough. I got three packets. It's 150 plants. If I need more, I will just do it next year. Okay. I hope we got that together. Um, and let me tell you a little bit about this because I'm looking at the seed pack and I learned a lot from the seed pack. One germination is not great. They have germination listed for one packet at 70%, another at 73%, and another at 83%. So the Johnny Sublime Formula Mix, which is the one that's on sale, is the low germination rate. So if we have 50 seeds and 70% germination, um, so I can't count on all 50 plants, Maybe that could be a reason to go ahead and order some more while it's on sale, but let's let's work on this for right now. Let's just read the packet because I learned something really important. Because when I was looking on the back, it says 
For germination, it says 14 to 21 days at 55 degrees Fahrenheit. It actually recommends chill seed for seven days at 35 degrees Fahrenheit to improve germination. So this is listed as a sow in December. I can imagine that because it uh, requires chilling, that that's a reason why you want to sow them in the winter time. It also says if growing transplants grow at 55 degrees Fahrenheit until ready to plant outside, plants have tap roots and do not transplant readily. So I think I am going to actually just try to put this in the ground. But first, what I had to do was I went to take a look at what my refrigerator was set at. And I don't know about your refrigerator, but mine has a digital reading on it and it's at 44 degrees. So my refrigerator wasn't even cold enough to chill these properly. So for the next week, I put the temperature down on a refrigerator to 35. I'm going to put them in a little baggie just to keep them from getting moist. And then uh, next weekend, I will go ahead and then put these in the ground. I'll probably put some of them directly to sow in the ground. And then I will go ahead and then take some of the other ones and then put them in a 72 cell tray. And I'll use the probably the wind strips because they're pretty deep. And then that way the tap root won't get too crowded. I hope that is useful information because I did not know that. So if you're thinking about sowing these in December, I recommend going out and getting the seed right now because you still need to chill them. And then I'm going to put on my monthly guide that next year, I'm going to take a look. Actually, what I'll do is I'll take a look at the November, December, or I'm sorry, the November tips. And if it says to sow Lockspur, then I'm going to go ahead and then order early and then start chilling them ahead of time. And then that way we will get a good start on our crop of Voxpur so we can give them out because if you look at the pictures, they are beautiful. They're going to make people super happy. Remember to subscribe to the Living the Urban Farmer Life podcast so you can grow what you know about growing food and caring for your furry and feathered friends. You can also find us on YouTube and Facebook as the Urban Farmer Life and at urbanfarmerlife.com for posts and links to help you be successful on your own urban farm. Now go out there and grow something. Now, I hope you're excited to do some winter gardening, at least if you're in Southern California or don't have snow in your area. And if it is snowing where you are, I hope you're warm and are spending time with your human and furry and feathered friends and family. Thank you for joining me on the Living the Urban Farmer Life Journal podcast. I hope you're having fun growing what you know while caring for your soil and your furry and feathered farm friends.